deal. Okay. I would put money. Do it. Okay, I'll put money on it. Do it. Right now. All right, I'll put $50. More than that. Come on. Oh, man, come on, man. Yeah, 50's there you my, go. 50's there my you limit. Go. It's not because I'm yeah. not confident. It's because uh, I'm trying okay. to be uh, resourceful with my finances. Meandering a fair. He wants to kick. He's got to go now. We're with Josh Kerr. All right, here, David Rivich. Josh Kerr. David Rivich. Josh Kerr's for real. Fastest D2, 1,500 meters. Josh Kerr on the outside. Way up front now is David Rivich. Welcome back to another episode of Sit and Kick. You're here with your hosts, Josh and David. We're sitting and kicking it, dude. Sitting and kicking it. That sounded too American for me. So Can you do an American accent? That is my American accent. We're sitting and kicking it, dude. That's really your American accent? Yes. That's terrible. Is it? It depends what kind of America you're talking about here. Okay, what part of America sounds like the UK? It's like, oh, like, oh, the, oh, shut up. I don't know. My part. <laughs> 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 Such bad banner. Oh, uh, all right, so let's uh, let's get into today's episode. Um, yeah, so we are here on episode two. We appreciate everybody listening to episode one. Uh, it's on Spotify right now. We're working out the details with Apple, you know, getting a sponsorship and uh, getting it set up on that. And uh, yeah, it's been a really successful week, and uh, we appreciate everyone reaching out and giving us feedback. Both our moms are proud, dads are proud, um, stepmoms, girlfriend, stepmoms, everyone. Yeah, we're. Uh... We're definitely getting to the families. That's yeah. So <laughs> our family has listened feedback. to this. We've that's... had positive feedback. That's what I can say. Is it, you know we're definitely heading in the right direction. We're not getting everything right quite yet, and we'll uh, we'll hopefully kind of iron out those creases as, as the episodes move along. So it's pretty exciting to be honest. Yeah. No. Definitely. And uh, you know this week has been a pretty big week um, for the sporting world, for the running world, and we're going to touch on some of those topics and uh, bring in our own personal insight and. Yeah. yeah, and we'll go from there. But to be honest, Dave, I think we're going to start with a bit more sad news than happy, to be honest, with uh, the passing of the legend that is Kobe Bryant. So I thought, you know, if we're going to talk sporting world, we can't really, we can't really go over, go over it without, without talking about the legend that is yeah. one of the, if not the best, basketball, best basketball players that's ever lived. I mean, I would even go beyond basketball players and say athletes in general, um, because the things that he was able to do on and off the court. I mean, he was an Olympic gold medalist, yeah. all-time scoring. Like, he is the real deal. And yeah. he came in and did the league out of high school. And the fact that the entire world almost seemed to be mourning Kobe Bryant. You know, I mean, you look at the arch in France, you look at places all over, they would change the colors to purple and gold. Like, mm-hmm. it was Laker Nation over the entire world. Yeah, I think they also pushed back their the Lakers game as well. You know, yeah. it's it definitely, I mean, from, from even me, like I... I used to or still watch a lot of motivational videos from him, from his performance, from his training. Uh, and, you know, I've never seen him in person. I've never watched him, you know, um, like live at a game. But, you know, when that news came through, it just it seemed to hit a little bit different to like any other celebrity that I would even think about. And I think it's just the impact that he's had on the sporting world and the world in general from you know, he was able to create an awesome platform for himself and a, a platform where people would sit and listen to him. And, and uh, he came out with some, some fantastic some fantastic comments and, and he was able to change the, the basketball world as well as the sporting world. Yeah, so. no, most definitely. And he, he, I would say, was one of the first athletes to build their own brand, their own personal mm-hmm. brand. And he stuck to his values and he stuck to everything that he believed in and that's who he is. And when no, I was getting on a plane when I saw the first article, and I was like, "Oh, this is probably from like the Onion like or, some, a hoax or something." Yeah, some hoax mm-hmm. site. Some like Shaq actually made mention of that too. He's like, "I was sitting there and I get a report from it, and 
I thought some butt face, like that's what Shaq said. He's like, I thought some butt face made this article. And then lo and behold, I started getting calls and texts and seeing celebrities and seeing like other athletes mourn and talk about the impact that he made is surreal. I mean, you look at like Damian Lillard and people in the NBA right now and they say like they looked up to him. It's like, it's hard not to. It's, it's hard, hard not, not to. to. It truly is. You yeah. know, he was able to have his kind of change his talent from just being, you know, he's this basketball guy that, you know, can can dunk, can, you know, can impact the team to impacting the sporting world. And that's a difficult thing to do. That's something that not a lot of athletes can do. Um, you know, basketball is a very highly watched sport. You know, there's so many fans, so his fan base was massive and he had a platform to talk and and, uh, and he used that very positively. So I don't think anyone can be, you know, negative about, you know, his, you know, his innings, dude. Yeah, no, seriously. And looking around the NBA right now, people are retiring the number eight and 24, if mm-hmm. you've seen that. And it's just like an entire league and like every player, it's like, you're right. Like there's no negative thing to say. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there will be another like Kobe Bryant in any sporting. Like, do you think there's any track and field athlete that's a Kobe Bryant equivalent? Uh, I wouldn't say anyone that has the, that kind of impact on the on the world. Um, you know, we we also as track athletes probably don't have the platform and the fan base that he was able to create before coming out and and speaking mm-hmm. the way he does and and speaking on you know women's sport. Uh, and just the overall sport in general as well and as well as hard work and you know I, I just don't feel like track has that fan base I don't think without that platform he wasn't able to speak about all the things that he he was so yeah it's I wouldn't say we have one right now um but let the, let the sport grow and we have we have big names we have big personalities so hopefully one one day we were able to to look up to someone as as you know, powerful and, and impactful as Kobe, but as as of right now, probably not. Yeah, no, I'd agree. To move on to other sporting news, you know, Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday, yeah. Well, I mean, technically it's going to be Sad Monday um, when this is released because Super Bowl already happened. But to us, um, Super Bowl hasn't happened. So we're going to throw some conversation out there. And the first thing to mention is track and field relation to the Super Bowl. Tyree mm. Kill, wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, who do you got in the game? You're a big football guy. I'm a big, big American guy. football guy. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was to choose, I like the name 49ers better. Really? If I'm being honest. That just sounds cool. But do you what? know what 49ers is? Yes. What? Please tell me. It's a Please. number, dude. It's a number. What is it referencing? Uh, the amount of states there was. There was or were? Were. Is you that want, right? Do you want a little history lesson? Yeah, of course. 1949. They're like the miners, right? Gold Rush in California. So yeah. they're called the 49ers okay. because that's what it was called during the Gold Rush. And I actually haven't fact-checked this, but through the grapevine of conversation and learning from the great wise ones like Aristotle and uh, Socrates, I think that is why they're called the 49ers. Something to do like with the Gold Rush. staring at me like that. Well, I mean, we got to look at each other now. We got a request for our previous podcast. If they, We got to face each other because if we're bantering, we can't banter looking in one direction. We got to look into each other's eyes, feel each other's souls, and really yeah. get to understand each other. I think the guess with football is, is definitely some of the comments that come out about sprinting. You know? Yeah, seriously. Um, you know, let's be honest. You know, if, you're, if you want to make more money, you're going to be a football player. Yeah. So I understand where it comes from, and these guys are quick. Yeah, but when you're talking, you know, against the Usain Bolts, the Christian Coleman's, like, you ain't 
You ain't touching him, dude. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. And there's, what was that one guy's name on ESPN that made mention of just like... Stephen A. Smith? No, his partner. Um, Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman. See, irrelevant. Who names your kid Max? Huh? I said, who names your kid Max? Max's mom, dude. Max's mom. Max's mom named him Max. And yeah, I don't know. I think that, there's a lot of those kind of reporters and, and you know, they're just trying to get quotes for attention. And you know how much attention he got from that? A lot. A lot. I mean, the entire track and field world was furious about it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you're, if you're in that world of, you know, we are the biggest sport, uh, you know, in the U.S., we, you can kind of come out with those reckless comments. Um, but, you know, you can't, you can't just throw shade at a sport and, you know, and just think it's going to go unnoticed. So he knew it was going to go noticed. And that's just the way it goes with it, really. So, you know, you can't be, you can't be too upset with him. But, you know, those reckless comments can't be coming along too often. But Terry Hill, what did he run in the 100? Uh, he ran a 998 uh, tailwind. Um, what was the tailwind? It was five meters, so it's definitely over the legal limit. That's reckless. It is reckless. He, I mean, he kind of had like a, I don't even know if he had a sprint. I mean, I probably could have ran nine nine eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, who was it? It was Garrett that did the. Was it like the eight hundred or four hundred? Yeah. While he was getting pulled along by, by bike, yeah, yeah. And actually, for his insider sneak peek, the next episode, episode three, will have a featured guest, and that will be the one and only Garrett Heath. So Garrett Heath. tune in next week for that episode. But to this week's episode, we'll have to make sure we bring that story up because. If our memory serves us right, he was pulled by a bike and ran like 40... It was either a bike or a car. It, it was a car. It was something motorized or just a yeah. bike. But it was something very dangerous. And he was on bungee cord. Yeah. And if you think of Garrett Heath right now, I mean, hamstrings would be pulled. Yeah. I think he ran 47. Yeah. It was... It was yeah. Do you know he split 49 in a 4x4 in high school? Nah. Yeah, he did. He, he Garrett Heath. Can't, can't Garrett Heath. It. But yeah, so I'm sure we'll get into that story next week. But yeah, but with Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill did run a 10.19 at the age of 18. That's 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 world wind? class. Legal wind. Legal wind. That's legal world wind. Class. World class. 18 years old. Like that's pretty nuts. And he just came out with an exclusive interview, um, not with us, but he made mention of going for the 2020 trials and the 2020 Olympics. And so oh. I think after this uh, February, after the Super Bowl, you will start transitioning to. Well, you can do both. You know what yeah. I mean. If you're if you're training for football, you can. I mean, you can add a couple of sprint drills in, but they're doing weights. They're doing the right things yeah. to make sure that they're, they're explosive and, uh, and and they'll be able to to roll a good hundred meters. But you know that's going to be a really good telling to see. You know, track runners versus football players, who's going to win? Yeah, no, I do agree. Do you back him? Do I back him? Mm-hmm. Um, I I back that he could potentially make an olympic team like if he trains specifically for a track i think there's a lot of gravity to what he says i think the question is do you want to play football and get paid a ton of money and be really well known or do you want to try and be the fastest in the world at individually at one thing like for me i don't want to rely on a team to be that good yeah like that's why i chose tra- mm, that's why i chose track i wasn't I was gonna say you're course. not that good i at mean football. i know I, I mean i've never played football i'm not saying that i'm just saying like you can make a lot more money in different sports, but you don't have to rely on anyone in this one. So do you think there's a little bit more intrinsic motivation to sports like ours where it's a little bit less? Well, if he if he makes the Olympic team and is, you know, top five at the Olympics, mm-hmm. do you think he then goes, actually, imagine I was number one in the world in a global sport. Yeah. Do you think he makes that decision being like, I already have this platform. Yeah. Should I move to track? Yeah. Fair. You know, you never know. You never know. You never know. But another um, 
athlete that was a track and field athlete collegiately, um, but this time on the 49ers, not to reference the amount of states, uh, Josh, was... No, the, I know that the amount of states is 50, but I'm just saying... Oh, good, before. good. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, you, you got your visa, you stay here. I'm pretty sure you had to take some kind of test to name the 50 states or something, right? Like, who was the first president of the United States? Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So but yeah, uh, I was saying another collegiate athlete um, in track and field was Richard Sherman. Mm-hmm. He uh, was a Stanford grad and he went and in 2008 was a freshman at Stanford and competed in track and field. More like the 60 triple jump, long jump type stuff. But again, there's another track and field athlete. Mm-hmm. And I want to see the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl. But yeah. I also want to see Richard Sherman have some pretty baller plays. And Sherman's a, is a name and a half right there as well. Sherman? Sherman. The Sherman air. Okay. <laughs> Take it away, Josh. Go to the next piece. Um, so some news came out recently, very recently, about the world indoors. Yeah, no, that came out just uh, today, I think. Today yeah. or yesterday. And uh, so Nanjing, is that right? Yes, Nanjing. Nanjing. Uh, the 2020 World Indoor Championships are now being postponed to March of 2021. And yeah, it, I mean, it's because of the coronavirus. It's like the Nanjing is only under 500 miles away from... Uh, the starting location of the coronavirus, and there's over 7,000 people infected and hundreds of people killed. Yeah, I think I think it's the right call. Yeah, I think there was definitely words about just canceling the whole event. But I mean, imagine putting like imagine the workload that would have been needed to be put in to to get a world indoor championships. Like, you know, even just getting to host it and then having to put all the work into actually hosting it and then you know this this insane stuff goes on but i think it's good that they're they've kept it but are are we then doing 2021 indoor worlds 2022 indoor worlds you know i would be surprised if it was a back-to-back world indoor championships i think this changes a lot of people's build-ups for the 2020 olympic trials Um, i mean we're less than two months away from it from yeah, from we're less than two indoors. months from the World Indoor Champ. Well, the X World Indoor Championships, yeah. and other countries did volunteer to host Take, that, but mm-hmm. um, the World Athletics Board agreed that um, Nanjing put a lot of work into making this World Championships half happen, and they want to be able to reward um, China for the efforts and give them that in March of 2021. Definitely. I think it's a good call though because. I was even a little skeptical flying just to New York this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw people with masks on, and I saw a lot of things in the airport about um, wash your hands, yada, yada, yada. I don't even know how it spread, but it's like Garrett was saying the... I don't know what Garrett so mentioned, but he's the wise old man, <laughs> or wise young man. Um, he uh, he was saying that a lot of the times, if you have symptoms, you don't know you have symptoms until it's too late and it's contagious. Yeah. And so that's scary. Like, who knows? I was just in New York. I was in airports. Maybe... Don't don't be saying that kind oh, yeah, of stuff. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what what I will say from the less of the the disease and more the or sorry, virus and more of the you know track and field world is you know that's gonna that's gonna affect bonuses that's gonna affect that's gonna affect a lot of people's lives. No, I, I agree. You know, as track athletes, there's a lot of people that don't aren't able to make you know the money that they can live off, especially if they have families and 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 aren't working part time jobs like. The bonuses for the indoors is 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 definitely something that is on people's minds and yeah. um, but what I will say is it's just going to put even more weight on the Olympic Games. Yeah, no, most definitely. Even though it's the biggest event. Even though it's the biggest event every four years. Yes. And it's yeah. It's yeah. made it bigger. Yeah, made it bigger. So, that's pretty. I mean, that's pretty exciting. I mean, I wasn't going for the world indoors, um, so it doesn't really affect me. I know it'll affect a lot of people in the UK yeah. um, that I know we're we're going for it, but. 
you know, it's it's just the way these things work, and you've just got to be you got to be fluid and be able to kind of roll with the punches with this kind of stuff. But it's definitely I don't think this has ever happened before where they have to change change the the location or change. Yeah, I, I don't think the so year. because of I'm trying to remember. I don't think they've ever canceled it, right? No, oh, I know. I don't know. I mean, they, they may have. I mean, the IAAF and World Athletics have been around for longer than we've been alive. <laughs> but um, to, in my recent memory, I can't think of one. So. Yeah. You might be thinking, what are those spikes on the table? If oh. you're watching the film that yeah. we film. And if you were listening to the podcast, you are definitely not thinking, what are the spikes on the table? But we just want, I think it's it's something that we didn't really want to or need to do yeah. is, is, is promote these shoes. But... I wore them for the first time. Um, what last week? Yeah. Let, let me let, wait. 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 I packed that up. <laughs> so Josh shows up to the track for a speed workout, and guess what he forgets? Spikes. So guess who his best friend is? Me. So guess what his best friend does? Me gives him my spikes. Well, we have I, the same size. We so. have the same size. I haven't worn them. He says, "Cross my fingers." He ordered me a new pair, and they'll be here soon. But Josh, explain those spikes. The Eliminates, uh, the Brooks Eliminates, they just come out. They're on the Brooks website, and we're not saying this because we're paid by Brooks, even though we kind of are. These are some of the best bikes I've worn. I would agree. If not the best bike that I've worn. I would agree. Uh, they have a carbon fiber play in them, so they're super aggressive. They're ready for 8 and 15s. or are even a little bit lower. Yeah. 600 a under 1500. Yeah. I wouldn't I mean, run a 5k in them. No, I almost won for a 3K, yeah. um, but I still thought they were a little too aggressive. But Brandon wore those in the World Championships, round after round. I yeah. mean, they're a good shoe. And the founding father, Nick Simmons, Nick Simmons. he he came to Brooks and he said, I'm going to design this spike. And he worked with the team and they came out with the Eliminate 3s, mm-hmm. I think is what they were called. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, these, like, I was not a big fan of the previous That's model, what I was is what say I will well. say. But these, I mean, they've worked really hard on them. And I tell you what. Great spike. Great and, spike. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna run some eights and some fifteens, and you really want to be, you know, in that aggressive type spike, and, and you want to run some fast times, I think this is definitely a spike to do that because you know, I went in with a very negative mindset because I'm very much a wire guy mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to Brooks spikes. But eight and fifteen people get ready and, and order yourself a pair of these because these are these are big level. Yeah, and who knows? You know, as this podcast starts taking off, we want to start doing some more fan involvement, not only with questions but even potential giveaways and. Who knows? Maybe we'll partner with someone like Runner Space, and we'll pass out one of these pair of spikes and give it away for free. Because yeah. like we want people to be able to experience these shoes. Definitely, you know, it's it's definitely a, a growing thing. When you know, when I signed, it was like you know, Brooks have really really good shoes. You know, the apparel might not have looked as nice as you know other companies, but you know, the shoes have always been consistent and, you know, the spikes are definitely now in that in that zone where it's like, these are awesome spikes where we're really, really happy to be racing in them. And, you know, it's it's awesome to be part of a company like that. And uh, speaking of signing, Dave. Speaking of signing, yeah, this is a, a, a dirty little secret with the Sit and Kick podcast. Um, we have a very, um, what do you want to say? I, I don't want to give too much details. I'm just, we're both the team, everyone, Brooks entirely is excited of a signing. Uh, yeah. We're not going to give names or anything, but they are going to be very impactful um, in our development as a team and our development as um, a brand. And yeah. so this person is <laughs> recently signed and I'm very excited for them. I'm trying to use... We're teetering on the edge here because if we muck up here, we might get in trouble. But what I will say is they, like we said in the previous podcast, we, we get an input in like mm-hmm. who comes on the team and... There was a unanimous, we are really, really happy about this, and they're going to be, you know, 
at the level where they're going to be hopefully pushing for teams. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so stay tuned for stay that. Stay tuned for a pretty exciting signing. Yeah. Um, what was your recruitment process like? It was it was fun. It was stressful and fun, and you know I think everyone has the kind of similar. You know, you've got NCAA for you guys. It's NCAA's and then USA's, and that's kind of that signing process where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, we, you know, we have to focus on school. And we have to finish our degree. We also have to get ready for you know finishing off your NCAA career as much as 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 well as you can, and then you're getting ready to try and make a team. Maybe if it's a if it's a not an off year, and for me, obviously going back to British um, for the British champs and stuff like that. So for me, it was really nice because Brooks were able to um, come to me early and mm-hmm. and you know sit down and and really just go through the process and and just be like, hey, we're here for you. Um, we really want you, and this is kind of why. And I think the the really good thing about Brooks as a company is, you know they get ready and they say, you know, we're going to go after one, two or max three people per year. Yeah. And, and we're like, their personalities fit, the team really like them and they have the ability. Yeah. And, uh, I think that's what really works and why our team is, you know, gets along as, as well as we do. And, um, you know, I was one of probably three guys that they went after our year. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I felt very cared for. I felt very listened to and, and I was able to, able to go through that signing process nice and calmly without feeling too rushed and feeling like I was getting taken advantage of. So Yeah, no, nice. I agree with that 100%. And like my recruitment process with Brooks is pretty similar. And I started the recruitment process early. I toured the Brooks headquarters in December and they were the first company to reach out to me. And I sat down with Danny and he went over coaching plans, all personalized, big plus. And something that I really enjoyed was he said that we get a direct say in some of the company's um, decisions. And like you're, we're talking about these spikes, Nick Simmons created those, helped create those. Every single year we have an onboarding in September where we get to sit down with literally apparel, shoes, everyone. Jim Weber, the CEO. CEO, Jim Weber, who will hopefully someday be on this podcast. Um, cool. But we get to sit down with all these departments and they get to ask us questions. They get to say what's working, what's not working. And we give them honest feedback. Like we get surveys that saying, do you want pockets in these things? And we say no, and they don't do it. Like. Yeah. That's really, really cool that we have this ability to work as like one collective organism um, and be successful. Yeah, I think all of us under the, you know, we do work out at the Brooks HQ in Seattle mm-hmm. a, a lot. You know, that's where the whole team is based. And yeah. we're able to, you know, go and have lunch with, you know, all the employees at Brooks, you know, as, as they kind of work their day-to-day jobs in all the different departments. And, you know, that means that we feel very much a part of the company. And, and you know, that's something that I don't know of Brooks promotes as much um as they probably should because it's a massive drawing factor where we yeah. are we are part of the company and the best part about it is even though they don't brag about it as much as they need to i mean we can and yeah, we exactly. will um but yeah so we're gonna move on to a new we're segment move on yeah this is a new segment so we have the banter bowl and this new segment is called think fast and so here we are what we're gonna do is the segment where is where your host josh and i will learn from each other either from an impulse response or a methodical thought out reply. And so we're going to start because I'm not really sure if the UK slang is real, like British slang words and phrases. I have a little um, <laughs> bit on my phone to read from. And some of the things he says, I think he makes up because he's insecure about his ability to communicate. <laughs> I have a communication degree, my friend. Yeah, but... I, how difficult they are to acquire. They're incredibly difficult. Probably the most difficult degree to get. That's why I got it. Because I went and sat down at Western Oregon University and I said, what is the most difficult degree? Yeah. They said interdisciplinary studies and then communication. 
And you cracked them both. Fun fact, I'm going to plug myself. Did you know that I was the uh, 2018 Scholar Athlete of the Year for the entire Division Two? Really? Outdoor. I was. I was. I got a 4.0 that term. And then oh, I won the 1500. So I got the Scholar Athlete for the entire country. Complete joke. But it's real. Wow. Anyway, yeah. So you're, you're dealing with high class here. I did not. Get I, I know you didn't. Okay, here we go. We are on Think Fast. What does... Uh, blimey mean blimey blimey it's like a like if something it's difficult like I, this is this is too difficult for a pressured quick response mm. blimey is like oh blimey you know like if i don't know you put your hand on like a hall and you're like, oh that's hot blimey you know sure it's, yeah one of those uh hoover what's a hoover hoover's a vacuum that's not a thing it is no one calls that a hoover it is henry the hoover you never seen those no you gotta look up Henry the Hoover. Do you know it's what like the Hoover a... Dam is? Is that because it's like a vacuum dam? Yes. No. Yes, it is. What? That's why it's called the Hoover Dam. Yeah. You're kidding. Hoover, I'm pretty sure that's named after a person. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> so, like, you, you know, like a what you would call a vacuum? Mm-hmm. So they have one, and it's called Henry the Hoover. Yeah. And it has, like, eyes and, like, a smile, and then his nose is, like, where the Hoover comes out. Okay. That's a big thing. And there's a Henrita or something? I don't know. Anyway, continue. So Hoover's. Hoover's a Hoover. Okay. This is, this is so made up. Okay, Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. What's that mean? <laughs> Benny's your teapot, mate. It's just it's just like there you go. Bob's your teapot. Like it's done. That's stupid. I know. It's, it's well. It's, wait, are you saying Bob's your teapot, or are you saying Bob's your uncle? Bob's your uncle. Okay, right. Okay, so Bob's your teapot comes from like a. Do you, do you remember this? Like the candy, like round tree randoms. That's also probably British, so no. Yeah, okay, so like they came, it was called random, so they came up with an advert, which okay. was just super random, because it's meant to be Bob's, Bob's your uncle, but they started mm-hmm. like whipping stuff like Bob's your teapot there. So that's why I said that, but yeah, Bob's your uncle's just like, like obviously like boom, you know, because your uncle's called Bob. Okay. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> okay. Uh, arse over tit. <laughs> that's when you fall. That's when you, yeah, it literally says fall over. Yeah. That's the definition. Yeah. So like when your, your arse oh, goes, okay. so you're flipping. You're, you're flipping going, over. Your, your arse, arse is going over your tit. tit. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be like, yeah, mate, it was mad. He went arse over tit. So like in a steeplechase, if you fall, you went arse over tit. All Continue. right. Continue. Okay. What's a planker? Or a, a pl- plunker? Plunker. Yeah, it just means you're an idiot. Yeah, that's what it is. You plunker. You plunker. Yeah. Plunker. Yeah, that's going to be used in the podcast. A plunker. 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 Yeah, there you go. Okay. I don't want you to say that wrong. That would really annoy me. <laughs> so, so that's the first segment of think. Or the I was first, very happy on you all those because I was I'm very really worried. happy. Well, because I thought they were made up. So yeah, you were you were spot on all the definitions. But yeah, yeah that was the much. first. <laughs> I am British at the end of the day. Oh, that is true. But you're Scottish, right? Yeah. Is it offensive if I say you're British? No, I don't take offense to that. Okay. If you said I was English, I'd take offense to that. Really? Mm-hmm. They're different countries. Really? Yes. Oh, you're a disgrace. Take yourself home. <laughs> All right, uh, next Think Fast segment. Um, you're going to say names, and I'm going to say the first word that comes to my mind. Names? You're going to say names of people, track world, any world, and I'm just going to impulsively say the word that comes to my mind. Okay. You ready? I am ready. Asbel Kiprop. Stickbug. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bryce Hopple. Speedy. Kristen Nelson. Uh, Bryce Hopple. <laughs> Kyle Merber. Mansion. Mansion? I stayed in the Merber Mansion. Oh, that was his house? That was his house. Oh, wow. One of them, I think. I don't know. He was like 70. Josh Gare. Plunker. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Hiltz. 
revolutionary. Ballsy call. Revolutionary, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that's ballsy because she isn't. I'm saying that's that's a that's a that's a mad statement. Yeah, well, I think, man, I don't know. You want to put some context to that? Uh, yeah, I think like I think she's changing the sport. I think she's changing a lot. Mm-hmm. And wow, that that's probably the deepest quick response I could have given. But I don't know. I think she is the one of the first track and field athletes to really use the platform that she's given and separate herself from everybody else by staying true to herself, yep. having a message and being herself. Like it is so cool. Yeah. And she's probably one of my favorite people to follow. And I don't, she's need- also very interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Like she's able to give an insight on her life where it's like, you know, I love watching interviews with her because she's yeah. always got something, you know, interesting to say. And she's genuine. Yeah. She's genuine. And, and she's there's a fast, she's very fast. Did you say the F word? No. Oh, um, but I was watching an interview and or it wasn't an interview. It was an Adidas campaign, I think with her. And it said something like, I'm stressed about my running, but I go for a run to reduce my stress. She said something along those lines. And I think that's super cool because that's really, really relatable to what we do. Yeah. And when I heard that, I was like, dang, that's cool. Like that makes a lot of sense. And, um, I like in New York, I was there alone and I texted her and I was like, Hey, like, let me know if you guys go out to eat. And yeah. so I went out with her and two of her other teammates and we went to a pizza place. We all got, um, we got the honeybee and I can't remember what the other pizza was, but we went half and half on it and it was super fun. And the greatest thing about it is a lot of, not a lot of people, but people put faces on for social media, but she's exactly how, who she is as a person outside of social media as she is on social media mm-hmm. and being able to be friends with her. At least I call her a friend of mine um, is really, really cool. Um, and so hopefully someday she's on this podcast because she's truly revolutionary. Yeah. Respect. Respect. I have a lot of respect for her. Love it. I guess that was a good one to finish on that name. So we were able to expand on that a little bit, but I love it. Let's move on to the Bantable, my friend. Zabantable. Zabantable. All right. Um, I will pick the first one, I think, because you picked the last one. Is that right? Last one first. First one last. First one last. I don't know. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Here's some, what's it called? EDM? ASMR. ASMR. Ready? All right. What's a good place that's like Subway, but isn't really Subway, excluding the following? Subway. <laughs> um, at Alec Hall. I'm guessing Alec Hall or alcohol? Alcohol. <laughs> Alec Hall? Alcohol. I don't know. A-L-E-C Hall. Okay. It's um, a play on words. I'm guessing he's very much a Subway pre-race kind of guy, but yeah. I'm a Chipotle guy. Yeah, I'm Chipotle, Chipotle pre-race? I had done in the past. I, was, I think I was before Azusa last year. Two years, is that two years ago? Now? Bloody hell. Uh, two years ago, I was a Chipotle man. Yeah. Got to do it. Dr. Cal, sure. <laughs> Dr. Cal, nutritionist. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, wait, wait. Um, well, I don't know. Like Subway now, I feel I wouldn't like, take a Subway before. I don't think I'd eat a Subway before. And in college and in high school, I would always eat Subway. I ate at Subway before NCAAs all the time. So. I mean, given Subway was the only fast food chain, if you call that fast food, in the county that I grew up in, mm-hmm. it was literally Subway, the little store, or Safeway. Those are the three options for lunches. Fast food's food fast, dude. So, you, I mean, are you saying fast food's just like the greasy chains? I'm, I guess I'm saying fast food is food that you get fast. Yeah, And exactly. Subway is considered in that. Respect. And being fast food, like... I don't really go to Subway because there's no longer $5 foot long. Like that was mm. the most legendary thing about it. And when they took that out, I'm like. Just get sloppy. I think Subway gets sloppy if, you know, if you're not in the right area. Yeah. No, I agree. And I live by a Subway um, in Seattle. And every time you walk by it, you get that Subway scent. So what's, I, your non, what's your non-Subway? Um, Jimmy John's? I wouldn't necessarily eat Jimmy John's before a race. What? what no. Before a race. What do I eat before a race? Uh, fast food. Fast food. 
Uh, Zusa Pacific, actually, one time I ate Burger King, a four for five. Respect. Yeah. I keep saying respect. Respect. I respect it, dude. Big respect. Up. But I don't know. I don't know if there really is. Maybe. I think, honestly, if it's your routine, though, you shouldn't mess it up. That's yeah. what I'll say. If you think Subway. If and, you need new options, go to a different sandwich shop. I mean, sandwiches before a race are fine. Yeah, sandwiches before a race are fine. But also what's fine is whatever works for you. Yeah. You know, there's never one right answer of what you should eat before a race. There, Pancakes. What is the most mischievous thing that a teammate has done to another teammate in practice? At knobs, not knobs. Hmm. Intentional or unintentional? Definitely intentional. Hmm. I don't know. Mischievous. Mischievous. I would say, I mean, there's not a lot of that kind of stuff that goes on here. I do think that I've heard lots of stories from, you know, you know NBA players and stuff like that that have just been like, like hazing and hazing and stuff like that, but I don't think we've had that. I don't know if we've really had any like intentional hazing. I mean, I one time my first workout with the team got left for a warm up and I didn't know where to go. I mean, oh. I'll give you one. I'll give you one. So, <laughs> oh, here we go. You and M, when I first arrived my freshman year, our men, uh, our men's team wasn't being as successful as the men's team normally were. The year before, they were 13 at NCAAs for cross country. Yeah. And, um, we had a lot of really good people leave. And so we weren't as successful that year. And so our women, were, that was the year that they won their first NCAA. Maybe not first, but for, like one of the years they were freaking big, 2015. Mm-hmm. So they were going to go on to win NCAAs. And so they did this big photo shoot with, with like all the photographers at UNM and they were posting it all over, you know, because it was a big deal. And so they all had their gear on and stuff like that, but the guys weren't involved. And so the guys come onto the group chat and were like, this sucks. We should be getting that kind of like attention, but we're not. So what we did is the next day, everyone was wearing their gear, all their gear, like their, their singlet, yeah, their singlet and their short shorts. So it was white singlet, white short shorts. And, uh, so all the girls turned up and practice like in their normal practice gear. And, uh, and then we turned up in that and, you know, we were just being super, super bitter about it. And, you know, we thought we'd be real speedy and we'll run past them and they're going to be super annoyed. And then one of our guys tripped up and fell flat on his face karma yeah and it was it was pretty it was all dusty too it was and it was a hispanic so it was like really dusty yeah. trails and we had you know, all white all white guy yeah all white this that's guy awesome. was wearing and yeah that kind of sucked but you deserve it i know that's just being better though isn't it yeah it truly is it was a bit of fun all right next question in the banter ball 1v1 basketball who wins it's obviously me you you're terrible at anything athletic other than running i can dunk you cannot dunk. I can. No possible way. I have. I have too. Once. The second time I flat backed myself, but mm-hmm. I did dunk I once. I have also flat backed myself, but yeah. No, one-on-one. Was that the last time you tried to dunk? Yes. Which I think, was like a year ago. I think, no, I, I've tried to dunk before then, but I haven't been able to again. I mean, you what, you're 6'1"? Yeah, something like that, 6'1", 100 and good looking pounds, so <laughs> I don't know. I can probably dunk. Nah. You really think you would beat me? Yeah. I played basketball from fourth grade until my senior year of high school. That's fine. Will and determination. And aggression. Aggression. Okay. If we have a referee to call fouls, then I'm oh, going to win. I mean, it's one-on-one. It's, Are yeah. you going to... Every time I go rules. for shot and make one, you're going to say, offensive foul. No, I'm not. I'll never call a foul. You genuinely think you would beat me? Yes. You're a plonker. That's stupid. That's not. Seriously. Okay. Well, that's banter because it's going to be settled at some point. I am more confident that I would beat you in basketball than I would in a decathlon or a triathlon for that matter. <laughs> Yo, you're going to bring it back there. Yeah. Maybe if there was a, maybe we're playing water basketball where there's swimming this? involved. How about this? In the next month, we will play basketball and we will film it and we'll post it on the sit and kick podcast. Deal. 
There's a the Instagram. I would put money. Do it. Okay, I'll put money on it. Do it right now. All right, I'll put fifty dollars that I would beat you in basketball. More than that. Come on. Oh, man, come on, man. Yeah, 50's there you my, go. 50's there my you go. It's not because I'm yeah. not confident. It's because uh, I'm trying okay. to be uh, resourceful with my finances. Mm. And I don't really want to. It's not fifty dollars uh, to me. It's fifty dollars to charity. We ain't doing. All right, much. let's donate it to charity. I will do yeah, that for the koalas. Dude. So for the koalas. Yeah. Yeah. So if I beat you, you donate fifty dollars to the koalas. Mm-hmm. If you beat me, I'll donate five dollars to the koalas. <laughs> Fine. All right. Anything to the koalas will help, my friend. Perfect. Right. Pick the next You're question. So stupid. So on, dude. You're so stupid. I'm gonna practice. <laughs> yeah, you need to practice. Which D two team has the most banter and why? None. And the best banter, Patty Rob. Patty Rob, pa- Irish. Irish guy, yeah, Adam State. Correct. And with that, I'm I would guessing probably... he's wanting people to say Adam State, but I'm gonna say definitely not Adam State. Yeah, uh, I would say, I would say Adam State's up there. Really? Um, they live in the most boring place. Yeah, but we're talking about banter, not. I would say. When I think of banter for the Division Two teams, I think of beef between teams. All right. And if I'm thinking of banter, it's Western State, Colorado Mines, Adams State University. Those three teams go through so much banter that you get to a national championship and you just hear rumors about this coach filed this complaint against this athlete. Mm-hmm. This coach is doing this against this athlete. It's just yep. like absolute bollocks, mate. Bollocks. Oh, bollocks. Mm-hmm. And so I would say probably the Colorado schools. And to okay. add all those Colorado schools, I'll throw some shade. Have these altitude conversions at si- no 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 give me this six thousand seven thousand feet yeah. and they're running on a two hundred meter flat one hundred eighty five meter flat so they get a small track conversion altitude conversion and a lot of those times inversion no I- I'm gonna what I say inversion yeah oh it's a conversion my bad but what I'll say I'll say to this with proof those athletes that go to the national championships for Division two tend not to run as well in the mile in which they're ranked they won't finish typically where they're ranked. In the final. You're going to get some hate, dude. I'll get some hate, but I'm just saying. Hold the ball. I've been holding the ball for so long. No, no is your arm getting tired? Think yes. about trying to shoot a basketball if you're getting tired of holding a little plastic bowl. All right. What's the hardest distance and why? The triathlon. Oh, you're such an idiot. <laughs> um, 400 hurdles. 400 hurdles? I would actually agree. That was going to be my bet. We have to change it. You can't go the same as me. 400 well, hurdles you is... you heard me talking about it before the episode. Did I? No. Okay. Well, I'll change mine then. The decathlon. You think decathlon's the hardest? It's two days worth of competition. Imagine, no, I don't. I don't think it's the most like like. Well, I mean, they have four hundred hurdles in the decathlon, but I'm just saying, two days of competition. That mental strength to keep focused overnight and be able to do that, like when you're pretty much hitting a final every single event, that's hard, dude. That's really, really hard. I say and the ten thousand. I was about to say fifteen hundred. <laughs> I would say the 1500 is hard, it's but... It's one it, of the easier ones. <laughs> but the 10,000, I would say even, like, you look at those guys in the 10,000 field, mm-hmm. like, those guys are throwing some deep, deep work in there. Yeah. Like, 100 plus miles a week. Well, then, um, you, then you're throwing at the marathon. Well, then, yeah, the marathon's even harder. I would, I would argue the marathon's harder than the 10,000. Okay, well, you're asked for the hardest event. Trail running, mountain running. In track and field. Oh, it's a marathon in track and field. Do you ever see a marathon running on a track? <laughs> yes, indoor track. Okay, fair enough. How many laps is that? 400, I don't know, dear. <laughs> me, me and Henry were discussing it recently. So. All right, so we're going to go 3, 2, 1. We're going to say the hardest event, and then we're going to end it. Okay. Okay, uh, okay think, 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 think. Okay, 3, 2, 1. Decathlon. Decathlon. You, God. 400 hurdles. I'm going to say 400 hurdles. Okay. I'm, I'm reading last, last banter. I'm going to run 400 hurdles. Best country on the planet at Zach Canales. 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 Best country on the planet. Best country. 
Dude, I'm blanking. Scotland. <laughs> Scotland. I'm, I'm trying to be a little bit more original than me. I know. My birthplace. Outside of, outside of US. Outside of US and Scotland. Uh, Australia. You think Australia? They're, they're pretty chill. I've not been to Canada. I I'm going to say Ireland. Pretty cool. Really? Yeah. Have you, have you ever been? I've been to Ireland. Yeah. I stayed in Cork for a few days and then I went to Dublin. And it's a place that I want to go back to. Really, really bad. What did you do there? I don't know. I'll go be a shepherd and follow some sheep around a pasture. I mean, that's just, I don't know. I don't think Ireland. I mean, I like Ireland, but I don't think it's the best country in the world. Or sorry, on the planet, this guy said. I don't know. It's up there. Australia. Okay. That moves us lastly onto the last of the last. That is the stupidest thing you've said. Okay, so then what's, uh, what's to come? What's to come? Well, we have, I mean... I know you love it, but we uh, we're gonna stop just talking to each other. We're gonna bring in a friend. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be a little bit more interesting and bring in a friend. At least we think he's our friend. We paid him to be on this podcast, so donate to the Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, you know we're gonna start bringing in some guests and start you know start throwing some banner towards them and and uh, and hopefully we we come out with some with with some awesome stuff. I think are you gonna try and tell everyone who we're having on? I made a little mention of it earlier. I'll make mention on the close, Mr. Garrett Heath. My word, legend. I know. Okay, name the episode. I can't wait, actually. Name the episode, name the episode. Three, two, one. Kobe. Kobe. It's a, a slow, meandering affair. He wants to kick, he's gotta go now. With Josh Kerr. All right, here, David Riddich. Josh Kerr. David Riddich. Josh Kerr's for real. Fastest D2, 1,500 meters. Josh Kerr on the outside. Way up front now is David Riddich.